watched Four Corners last night. Four cases. So the first case was, was a chap who'd had heart attacks before, who presented to a regional hospital with shortness of breath, had an ECG that was quite abnormal. The medical students saw the patient. Sounds like the med students spoke with the doctor who they decided that everything was fine, discharged the patient. The patient was then found dead at home by his wife. That was case one. Case two was um, a young boy who woke at two in the morning with a sore knee, um, was, went to hospital, was sent home for an ultrasound in the morning, presented another couple of times. 33 hours after first presentation, had some obs done. Turned out he had necrotizing fasciitis, needed to be transferred to a metropolitan centre. There was some delay. He needed resus, got there eventually and died an hour or two later. There was a young girl who wanted to be, to be a cricket professional. She had a broken thumb, had an operation on it, had a plaster put on, represented with terrible pain in the thumb, and it turned out the tourniquet that was used during the operation was left on, and the poor girl's thumb was gangrenous and needed to be amputated. I'm um, confused. Without having watched, that sounded super confusing. Well, the, what, the thumb, the, the thumb yeah. thing? Like, where was the tourniquet? On the thumb. There's a okay. tourniquet on the thumb. So, but there was a plaster, so they took the plaster off and the thumb was black. Got it. Gangrenous, you know, from, from just, you know, being occluded by the tourniquet. And then there was another... Um, oh, then the, then the worst one was the inadvertent esophageal intubation in the emergency department. A teenage boy who happened to be the child of two nurses who worked in that department had... Um, some kind of encephalitis needed to be intubated for transfer uh, and had an esophageal intubation, which sort of wasn't immediately recognised. And the poor boy suffered a um, hypoxic brain injury. So four, you know, one devastating neurological outcome, one sort of, you know, that girl's impaired and two dead people. I mean, it was just, it was horrific to watch because you can just see from all points of view, there's just so much to look at there. Clearly awful for the patients, awful for the families, but all these second victims involved in these patients that they will just sort of carry with them forever. Having not watched, um, I'm just curious as to what kind of the slant was to the whole thing. Like, was it about, because the, the social media beforehand was around uh, outcomes being poorer in rural, regional and remote areas and that the further away you get from the tertiary um, inner city hospitals, um, the more chance of a uh, poor outcome there is. So was that the slant or was yeah. the slant? Yeah, that, was the, that was the focus. It was the disparity from that AI HW data saying that, you know, the, the further out you are, the worse your outcomes are. Um, and so it was, you know, in particular regional cases um, that they chose to, to focus on. I guess one of the worst things was the um, inability of each hospital to appropriately review the cases. And then the NECFASH one, I think it, was, it only had a root cause analysis because the doctors lobbied the minister to have the case looked at. So, you know, that's kind of problematic. Um, yeah, it was a regional focus, but you can imagine any of those problems happening in big cities as well. Yeah, I think from what I've seen, and again, like I haven't watched it yet, and I will, but, um, and the comment I made on Twitter was, 
you know, I think that Australia is vast. I think we, we don't have a huge population in comparison to many um, similar high income countries. And, but we do have a disparate um, healthcare system and we know that we have an inequitable healthcare system. Thinking about geography, it doesn't even touch on the Indigenous health issue. And what really alarms me is, I think that this is across the board. I think we're seeing this in metropolitan areas um, as well as rural, regional and remote, but it is clearly a much bigger problem in rural, regional and remote. And I'm concerned, is it around dollars? Is it around that there isn't enough money being invested into healthcare, into healthcare education, um, into primary healthcare as well? And what I'm really intrigued by is the number of people that are speaking out, because I think it's unusual in Australia for our colleagues to publicly speak out about these type of things. And from what I'm hearing, a number of people spoke out. They spoke out publicly. They um, were not hidden in any way. And I think that that speaks volumes in terms of how serious the situation is, that people are prepared to speak like that. Well, the interesting thing about the uh, healthcare practitioners from Broken Hill who were speaking out, a number of them had their titles as former this and former that, former paediatrician and former obstetrician gynaecologist. So I don't know whether they're still in fact working or whether they've retired or moved on. That was a little bit of commentary. I think the other interesting thing regarding the money, each of the four cases, the failings were not because of high-end fancy uh, gizmos. The failings were actually of just quite simple medical care, you know, um, failure to take observations, failure to take seriously a representation, um, the tourniquet coming off, uh, someone with an MI coming in with a funny ECG. I mean, none of the, none of the issues were really high-end medicine. Hi, Nisha. Hi, Hello. Lisa. So, what's, uh, did you watch Four Corners? Because we we're just saying I haven't actually watched it because I can't bring myself to do it yet, but Gongas Girl has. I started out, but I found it really difficult, so I had to stop. That right. is reflective. Many people on Twitter said that. They yes. Said, I've been watching it, but I just have to turn it off. Why, why, what about it did you find difficult? What I found difficult was the fact that we have done this so many times. We don't need another inquiry. We don't need another report. We know what we need to do See, to make things better. I think I disagree with that. Uh, and I'm going to set the cat amongst the pigeons because I'm possibly going to uh, talk about this at a very important meeting next week. So this is my disruptive idea. I don't think that the community know about it. So we don't need another inquiry. Those in healthcare know this. We know how stretched we are. We know the Swiss cheese model. We know there is not enough money in healthcare. We know that the federal government give a certain amount of money to the state government who are then dispensing the money and that there are huge problems, that there are problems between the cities and regional um, and rural and remote and there is then a massive inequity in Indigenous healthcare. But I'm not clear that the community know. And I think that what we really need is for the community to fully appreciate that. I'm not sure how many of the wider community watch Four Corners and are paying attention. But clearly there's an issue if all of Australia is not understanding that this is their health care. 
I agree with you, Rebecca, which is what I meant. We don't need another inquiry or a commission. We actually need the community to recognize that this is a problem. And once the community lobbies for it, I think politicians will pay attention because that's where the votes are. So we, we need some marketing. Like clearly healthcare needs marketing. I think we need some PR. We need to figure out how to get people's attention beyond a Four Corners um, expose of what is wrong with healthcare, where, which is so damaging and so triggering for healthcare professionals that I haven't even watched it yet and Nisha had to turn it off. Yeah, but yeah. the thing is, there's issues about being able to speak freely in healthcare. And that was one of the issues in the yep. Guardian report 10 years ago, that people felt that they were not able to speak freely about the issues for fear of getting in trouble with their employer. Science needs more positive publicity, first of all. Secondly, with regional and rural, it's important to remember that a lot of that healthcare is provided by international medical graduates, who anyway will not be ones who have a voice, who will not be the ones who will be the whistleblowers. And so who is going to actually voice the concern and who is going to listen to those concerns? I think that's really important because a, a majority of rural and regional healthcare is provided by international medical graduates who feel disenfranchised from the system, who don't feel like they have a voice. It's an absolutely excellent point. It's an excellent point. If you're an IMG on a visa or trying to get onto a training scheme, in a way, the IMGs are like the unaccredited registrars, actually. They're in a very vulnerable position. Uh, and they know they just have to keep their heads down and keep working and in a way sort of keep enabling these broken systems. Very good point. I, I want to flip it because I want to make it about a positive narrative that we educate the public around what is good and how lucky we are. And so if we can frame it in that capacity and, you know, and, and the challenge is we're so good at what we do that in actual fact, most of the time things go so well that people take for granted what they've got. And particularly in Australia where we don't have a system like the US where people are out of pocket significantly, like outrageously for their healthcare, there's really a very little understanding in terms of how much it actually costs. And so we've kind of almost been too good at our jobs. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that. There was a lot of commentary on Twitter about that, that healthcare is so safe now that people actually don't um people don't recognize that actually people you know it's the sick the sick people go to the hospitals and you know that necrotizing fasciitis case i mean your mortality from getting that is 30 or 40 percent it's a really bad thing to get so um it's incredible the medicine that's available now and it's incredible i'm often astonished the patients that come to theater about how sick and elderly and frail they are it's astonishing to me that they can survive and thrive <laughs>